What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Unlike Bilal, when I mess up my tasks, she just says, let me do it. It's the one and only... <laughs> Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And that is so true. That's how I get out of all my tasks. Is that yes. you are just so, I don't know that you're unwilling to show me the right way to do it. And I'm not unwilling, but. You show me once and I can follow. Unfortunately, I live by the rule that I want to get things done right, but fast. Okay. And it would take more time for me to show it to you. That's right. But <laughs> I I feel like I I should stop treat I should stop treating you like a baby. No, I mean <laughs> there are some things I will never figure out how to fold t-shirts the way you fold them. No matter how many times you show me how to do it, and you've showed me so many a, times. a handful of times, I just can't do it. I yes. don't know how you do it. There's you have a magic touch. The way you do it doesn't pile correctly. I know. <laughs> it, it's a beautiful thing what you do, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Bilal will sit there and force Shida. Mm-hmm. to conform to his ways. But unlike Shida, when I and Kobe and Emily, mm-hmm. when I ask you to do something and I see your little loss, I navigate you. I'm like, can you please do this? Can you please do that? Can you grab that and put it in the fridge when I'm cooking? You're mm. my little helper. You just run around and you, and you do things as I ask you. And you don't have a problem with that. And that's beautiful. No, I'm willing to help. But you get a little upset when I can't do it your way. So then you're just like, move. I'll do it. I don't get upset. No, you just take over, which is beautiful. <laughs> I do get, I do take over, yes. Yeah. But you do help me. You are my yeah. little helper. You're my sous chef when I cook. You're my co-cleaner. Not co-cleaner. You're someone I hired to help me a little bit. <laughs> Where's my paycheck? I am your paycheck. Oh, hello. Oh. Um, what's up, guys? We are back to talk about 90 Day Fiance. is episode 8. Yeah. We're cruising. What? We're cruising. Some of these couples cruising faster than others. Although I think right? a, I think a lot of couples took a big step in the timeline this episode because up until last episode, which was episode seven, it was a couple days in for a few of these couples and then 30 days in for other couples. Now, not that we're catching up and becoming mm-hmm. equal, but we're at least, I think, 60 or 70, 70 days in for most of these couples. No way. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, 70 days left, 60 days left. 70 days to wet. Right. But that's still 70, 80, that's 20 days in. Last episode, it was like two days in for some of these couples. So I think we took some big leaps. I guess it depends on how much do they feel in them. I know. I'm not complaining. But this episode was fire. Oh, really? You liked it? I loved it. It was so good. Oh, agree to disagree. Really? Yeah, for me, this was a bit of a slower episode. What? Give me, without going through everything, just shout out a couple things that you absolutely loved about this episode. I love that fight that Ari created. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I had to wait two hours to get there, but okay. True, true. I love that whole Emily and Kobe little argument. That was pretty good. And we got to see all the beautiful horses. I knew. See, that's what I was waiting for. You loved. This was the coming together of two of your favorite Discovery shows. This was... 90 Day Fiance meets Barn Sanctuary. Oh my gosh. And that's, I think, love why you... Love Barn Sanctuary. <laughs> those are some handsome horses. And they love being... They're so a, nosy. So <laughs> nosy. <laughs> nosy they horses. love being to the camera. They're all just like, oh, what are you guys talking about? Oh, little <laughs> gossip. We love gossip over here. Come on. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I, I think that's why you... And Bilal and Chida, I mean, Bilal showed us once again that he's an asshole. Yeah. 
classic. I thought it was okay. Yeah, Mohammed taking Eve to the mosque. It was thought, pretty good. I thought it was okay. All right, we'll talk okay. about it. We'll talk about it before we do a Debbie couple. Downer over here. No, I, I still enjoyed watching it. I just, you're making it seem like it was a 10 out of 10 episode. Not I would say out of 10. seven out of 10, maybe. I'm going to say eight and a half out of 10. I like that's it. That's fire. We don't, have, we don't have to agree on everything. Very true. Let's, let's do a little housekeeping here. If you want to follow us on social media, we think you should do it. Absolutely. At Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Primarily, that's where we hang out. We do post on Facebook. But yes. if you want to chat with us, if you want to make sure you see everything, definitely come over to Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We're going to be going live, right? We're going. We are. I, I know you guys are asking us and thanks for that, but. No, I, I, you're saying we are like we don't have a date set. We No, we don't. Do we? How drunk were you when I brought this up to you? Was it last night? It may have been. Yeah. <laughs> guys, I, I know you probably don't have the date circled on your calendar the way we do. But this week, this coming week is our two year anniversary. Oh. Of the podcast. You're right. We are going to go live. See? Ugh. Yeah, believe it or not, we've been doing this thing for almost two years. It'll be two I years know. sometime this week. I forget the exact day. But I talked to you, Teresa, and you said this is a great idea. We should go live on Wednesday <laughs> to, cel to celebrate the two years because maths is done. I think mm -hmm. there's like another look back episode, which no one wants no. to watch that. So I mean, we've seen it all. Yeah, how many times? This is, I think maths is taking a page out of 90 days uh -huh. book where it's like, well, we could show them the episode. Then we could show them the episode with other 90 dayers watching the episode. Then next week we could show them the episode with never before seen. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're just showing the same show yeah. three different ways. That's what maths is starting to do. And so we don't need to watch that. Let's go live. Mm -hmm. Let's go live Wednesday night. What time? Should we do nine again? That's late. Hmm. I would do 8 p.m. Eastern. I feel like that's early. That's 5 o'clock on the West Coast. People are still right. at work. All right, 9. Let's go 9 o'clock, Wednesday, June. Monday's the 6th. Tuesday's the 7th. So the 8th. 8th. Okay, Wednesday, I think it's June 8th, 9 o'clock. Yeah. We'll go live. Join us on Instagram at Pod. We'll talk about everything. We'll talk about 90 Day. We'll talk about Below deck. deck. We'll talk about maths if you want to tie up any loose ends over there. We could talk about us and the podcast if you have questions. It's the two-year celebration. Let's celebrate it. Let's celebrate that we've made it this far, however mm -hmm. far this is. So join us on Instagram Wednesday night, 9 o'clock. We'll talk, we'll talk everything you guys want to talk about. All right. Also, make sure you're following the podcast. Okay, you're following Instagram at Mary Reality Pod. Follow the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful horses. Mm -hmm. All right. I so knew that beautiful was, and so hot. So beautiful. <laughs> I mean, don't call the horses hot. No, but hot in like a beautiful way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what <laughs> sure, I'm saying? Sure, we're going to keep moving. Smash it like it's hot. Um, if you haven't left a review, if you could do that, that'd be a nice two-year little anniversary gift. Yes. If you could leave us a review, that'd be awesome. We'd love when you guys do that. And speaking of reviews, we got another one I'd like to read. Okay. This comes to us from our friend Linny T. Hello, Linny T. It's short but very sweet. Okay, and this is all it takes to make our week is a short and sweet review like this. Five stars titled Fabulous. Love it. Okay. 
And that's, that's the thing about words. You don't have to say many when you use the right ones. And fabulous. That fabulous. Fabulous. One word, but says about 10 words worth of praise Very to me. True. You know, because it, it's not just great. And no shade to anyone who's left that review, but fabulous. It just says so much. It's, so it's beautiful. Five stars titled Fabulous. They write, You both are just too cute. Love listening to you. I love it. End you of are, review. End of you review. You are too cute. That's it. You're too <laughs> cute. You're too sweet. Thank you, Lenny T. That's all it takes to make our week. Just so but it's true. Thank you so much. Thank you for everyone who's left a review. Thank you in advance for those who are going to leave a review. We appreciate it so much. Let's let's celebrate this two years with a couple more reviews. How about yes. that? Yes. All right. Before we get into the episode, how about a little 90 day, by the way? Hit us. Number one. Ben and Mahogany just won't go away. What? Yeah. I have not heard from them since the season ended. All right. Well, the other day Ben posted a YouTube video. Mm. Maybe the most awkward, scripted nine minutes I've seen in a long time. (laughs) The video is titled, Burnt Asparagus and a Late Night Talk. Burned asparagus. Burnt asparagus in a late night talk. So How the, do you burn asparagus? You leave it on the pan and it looked like he left it there for a day and a half. Ah. Just on high. Yeah. So the video is him cooking and mahogany comes in to the video. Not nope, they're not together. Uh. <laughs> I saw Teresa's face. <laughs> it's a split screen. Okay. Okay, they're on Zoom or YouTube Live or whatever mm-hmm. connects them. And he's cooking dinner and he's like, oh, do you want to cook dinner too? And she's like, yeah, sure. So she goes to her fridge to see what she can make. And they just start talking. And he goes, hey, I have an idea. And it's so scripted. He's like, I have an idea. And she's like, what? He's like, yeah, I have an idea I've been thinking about. People have so many questions for us and about us. They wonder, are we actors? Are we dating? Are we married? Like, what's the truth? So I have an idea. She's like, well, what's the idea? Oh, my God. And <laughs> he's like, I think we should start a YouTube channel. And she Get goes, out. she goes, a what? And he's like, a YouTube channel, Mahogany. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's do it. He's like, you think it's a good idea? Yeah, let's do Let's start. Let's start a YouTube channel. Oh, my gosh. We can answer all the questions people have. And then the video ends. Why not just answer the questions in that video? So, wait, wait, wait. This was nine minutes long. This was nine minutes of, like, play, acting, coy. I don't know what we're talking about, but we definitely talked about this before. And they don't answer any questions. Just saying, I didn't get any answers from that nine minutes. Why would I tune in for the next nine minutes? I think they were trying to do a tease for the YouTube channel. But why would you start a YouTube channel? Just go live on social media. <laughs> Just go live Wednesday night. Well, don't go live Wednesday night at night because that's <laughs> when we're going live. But yeah, so they're starting a YouTube channel. It's called Benjamin and Mahogany. That's the name of the channel. They have 152 subscribers. Oh, wow. Right. Wait, do you think that's good? Well, they just started and they are kind of irrelevant now. They so. were like my favorite couple of the season. Oh, yeah. but we A love still, to hate couple. Well, yeah, but I think a lot of people hate them because they thought that she was an actress. Right. Which who so, knows? Uh, I'll give it one more video. That's the only video up right mm-hmm. now. 152 subscribers. Only video. 
sure, put out another one. Tell me what the deal is. Are mm-hmm. you guys in a relationship? Are you not? I'll watch and I'll report back. But this whole, it was almost comical the way it oh was scripted. Gosh. I have an idea, Mahogany. <laughs> I wonder who wrote it. Oh, Ben for sure. Ugh. Ben for sure. Okay, that's, by the way, number one. Oh, I can't believe they're trying. Oh, oh my gosh. Trying. Are they going to be on the OG? Maybe she'll make Ooh, it to the States. I would watch that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, number two. Jabri really doesn't want to get a job. He does not want to work. Okay. In the slightest. He'll do anything he can to get by and make money without actually working. So him and Miona just announced their newest way to make money without putting any effort in selling the outfits they've been wearing on 90 day. Oh, come on. They started a Poshmark. Okay. They started a Poshmark. So, so they're saying they are selling the used the outfits. used, the used clothes that they wore on 90. <sighs> Here's the thing that makes me feel a little better about it. They're not asking crazy prices. You think, Oh, here's the coat I wore, $5,000, right? Well, you can't. If this shirt was $100, it's in a decent shape. You can maybe sell it for $50. It's Poshmark. I know they're wannabe celebrities, or maybe they'll be one day, but they're not that famous yet. No one's going to be paying that much money for their shit. I think you're right, but I'm just saying that's for them to realize that and accept that. Is impressive mm. to me because I look at Jabri Mione and go, oh, they think they are the Kardashians. Well, they're trying. They think they could sell a t-shirt for a thousand bucks. But the most expensive thing listed is a Nike coat of Jabri's. You want to guess? This is the most expensive thing listed. It's just a regular kind of. I don't recall him wearing I don't remember a Nike that. coat. I don't remember that either. I don't know. 150. Very good. 120. Oh, wow. So okay. that's the most expensive thing. The cheapest thing is like a crop top sweater. From Miona, 18 bucks. Okay. So the sad part is it does seem like they're trying to make money, like they need money because these are priced to sell. Or you can, and I was thinking of doing Poshmark too because I have a lot of clothes I don't wear and I have some that I worn like once and it's just not my vibe anymore. Yeah. It's just sitting in my closet. So I was thinking about it too. Maybe you're trying to make space for more clothes. Oh, that's true. The the one outfit you'll probably remember, the pink, the matching pink like pla- plaid yeah. jackets they wore to the farm mm-hmm. to see grandma. Those sold. They put them up. Those sold. Like together? Separate. Okay. Price the same. They sold. Want to guess those? And I, I already told you the most expensive thing. Okay. 35? Come on, Teresa. Really? Were, are you buying? Did you buy these? Are I you did shopping? not buy 38, $38. Okay. It's crazy that you guessed that. I did look into Poshmark because I want to, you know, sell some of my clothes. But can't you list it for whatever you want on Poshmark? Or do they tell you, oh, it's this, it has to go for that? I didn't get that far, but I think it has to be fair. Like if the original item was like $100, you cannot sell it for $500. Why? It's worn by quote unquote TV personality. But it's not not eBay that you bid on shit. You just sell your own old stuff. Honestly, if those jackets sold for a hundred, I'd be like, okay, like that makes sense. Thirty eight. That no, seems like you a know steal. why? Because I go to, I can go to Amazon right now and I'm fine. Yeah, but Jabri and Miona, thirty five. Jabri and Miona didn't wear those. Okay, well, it's not like Brad Pitt wore it. <laughs> no, it's not. But for them to realize that, I'm impressed by their okay, humbleness. I think they're trying to clean up their closet. Yeah. 
And it's easier if you are a little famous because if I put my dress I wore once on Poshmark, oh, I don't know who's going to get well, that's it. that's true. And they're promoting it on Instagram. They have tens yeah, of so thousands of followers. They can, gonna, yeah. they can definitely get rid of anything they want. Yeah. If you guys are curious, Poshmark.com slash closet slash Miona underscore bell. Check it out. Pick up something for yourself. All right. Are you ready, Freddy? Let's talk, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. That's the plan, Stan. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance. Season nine episode. Eight. Here we go. All let's right. let's talk about Bilal and Shida. Shida is really starting to get on my nerves. Can I say that? Yes. I am not team anyone. In no, this I know. I was honestly, I was gonna say it too. Clearly, and we always tell you guys we don't discuss this, so it's uh, we have these um, pure reactions on the podcast. But yes, I felt the same thing. I mean, Bilal is. Still annoying. Like I can't. He stand takes him, the cake for worst yeah. in the relationship for sure. But she is coming up the rear. She is. She is. She's getting on my nerves a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I mean, what we see here is they're at home. It's Friday, so it's Juma again. Shad is a little upset. She's still not thrilled about how the conversation ended. When we saw them last time in the gondola mm-hmm. talking about kids, right? So Bilal's clearly getting on her nerves. She thinks, let me take a little space for myself. Which is fine, but he goes to work. She's at home. Doesn't she have all the space? Yes. I don't see. I don't think it's actually about space. Well, I kind of understand why she doesn't want to go because A, they are not in the best place yeah. once again. And she remembers what happened last time when they were in the best place. He left her there literally alone. She was wandering around, wandering around, alone, wandering. Yeah. <laughs> why doesn't he introduce her to people? Like, why Why does he just let her be there alone? And that's, that's what I was going to say is I don't think it is totally about I just need some alone time. Because, yeah. yes, she gets it, I'm sure, whenever he goes to work. But he, she doesn't want to put herself in that position again. And... It's almost she's taking a stand for herself. So sure, she has alone time, but that's not up to her. Mm -hmm. That's Bilal going to work and her being left behind. She gets to take a stand. She gets to take some power when she says, no, you go by yourself. I'm going to I'm going to stay home. Which is an issue for Bilal because one of the things that he's most attracted to her is their faith. I don't buy that. I mean, I do buy its a part. Didn't they meet from sliding into each other's DMs? They did, but I mean, he could tell that she was a Muslim. Sure, but she couldn't tell how devout I think just by an Instagram. I think if you wear the hijab, you Maybe. do practice. Sure, sure. Fair enough. Because but- I, I know, like I went to college with a few girls and they were a Muslim. Some of them were wearing the hijabs and they were telling mm-hmm. me they pray. Some of them weren't and they said... Their families are just not that religious, and so they don't practice. I mean, they're proud of it, but they, they didn't cover their heads. They just, they were drinking. Okay. okay. So then maybe I take it back. Maybe you could tell from a photo. It's just me based on, like, You might be I right. We, we don't know firsthand, but okay. So now he's upset because we should be going to pray. It's Friday. You're telling me you don't want to, but Bilal says it's required. Of us, It's required that men, women, children, it doesn't matter 
who you are, how old you are, what gender you are. We have to be all in on our faith because Shida's argument was, well, women don't have to attend every Juma. Mm -hmm. She explains, well, the way I practice in Trinidad, I don't have to go every Friday. And that's when Bilal's like, no, it's required. They should probably talk about it because who requires it? Right. That's a good question. I guess the God or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. But seemingly not so. Seemingly it's, and everyone practices differently, right? Yeah. I only know, I only know, I only know Judaism, but there are different levels to it. You could be reformed or you could be orthodox and everything in between. So maybe Bilal's a little more conservative. Well, not really because she did pray at home. And I feel like as long as you pray, you pray, you do your part. Yeah. She just didn't go, didn't go there. Didn't mean that she didn't say, eh, I'm not going to pray today. Like, fuck that. Right. She just said, I don't want to go there. But she did pray herself. Right. And, and completely understandable. And so while they're having this conversation, Shida's like, oh, watch out. Watch your hand. Watch your hand, Bilal. I put my pins in the couch. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time on this episode where I was like, that would bother me too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would bother me too. It's, it's dangerous. Uh, it's dangerous and it's also messy. It is. Right? It's a it's a couch. It's not a pin cushion. Yeah. So I get it. Maybe in the moment, if you're rewrapping your hijab or you're doing something, you take the pins out. Sure. But that's not where they belong. Take them and put them yeah. where they belong. Imagine you sat on it. Like, yeah, I sometimes sit on the edge of the couch. Yeah. Well, fortunately, the the point of the pin is in the sofa, right? But well, still. Still. So I was team Bilal there. Mm-hmm. That's not That's not where it belongs. What I didn't like that Bilal said, instead of just making the argument that it's messy, just... Could be dangerous if the kids come over yeah, and they yeah, start yeah. pulling them out and playing with them. Well, the kids are not babies, but sure. No, they're still kids. But his argument was that the couch was expensive. Those little pins are not going to hurt the couch. If it was a leather couch, I would be like, right. fuck. Right. But come on. But Shida was like, oh, it's not an inflatable couch. Why do you care? <laughs> so their funny. argument was basically good. over the fact that she did it in, and she put it inside of a an expensive couch, right? Yeah, well, not that it might be potentially dangerous, it looks messy, etc. I think it was more of a control thing. Shida said, ever since I've been here, I do things the way you want. Yeah. Right? And I get that argument because there is a lot of control that needs to be settled. So I get that. But at the end of the day, it's not control. It's just common sense of mm-hmm. where do you put where do you put a pin? Oh, if I make a mess in the kitchen, I should probably clean it up. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. That's just common sense. It's not really control. So I don't know. I'm glad she started standing up for herself and and kind of not necessarily talking back to Bilal, but talking and letting her voice be known. Because they have to talk. Yeah, but pick your battles. Because if he's like, oh, why are you putting pins in here? Don't try to defend yourself. Just be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. This is not where I should be storing my pins. Again, that argument was over the couch being expensive, not that. Well, that was his argument. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. His argument was it being expensive. Yeah, I would have gone the safety argument, if anything. Yeah, totally. And 
doesn't look good. It looks messy. Come on. Yeah. So he goes, he goes off to pray by himself. Shida stays home and she prays. Mm -hmm. And we learn you, you wash up. Yes. Before you pray, right? You wash your hands, your feet, you wash everything. And Shida chose to wash her feet in the kitchen sink, basically. Yes. It's obviously a little messy Mm -hmm. when you do that, which is okay. That's fine. You clean dishes in the sink and it can get messy. You clean up after you make a mess. That's that's the point. Yeah, you don't want the water to be sitting anywhere or on the floor. I'm the same way. I would definitely wipe it or point it out if you did that. But I wouldn't get into this crazy like like I didn't. I wouldn't make you feel bad. I would be like, hey, can you wipe the water? End yeah. of the discussion. Yeah, I mean, so Bilal came home. He saw it. He saw the water everywhere. I don't know how to take this because on one hand I go, is this, is this bullshit? Is this all producer driven? Because a day ago, Shida was scared to drink coffee mm-hmm. in the kitchen and now she's just making a mess everywhere and not cleaning it up. But it's water. Like if you think about it, if she spilled coffee somewhere, oh shit, mm. it's water. It's going to dry, right? It's it's not gonna destroy anything. I mean, Bilal thinks it's gonna destroy his entire <laughs> floor. Yeah, it's not. What I think, I think she's almost trying to push his buttons mm, at this point. Interesting. She made the mess, and she left it there because I don't know what day is what day is it now seventy seven days to wed. So they've been together thirteen two weeks, right? She's sick of his shit at this point. She's like, you know what? Let me push his, but she, he pranked me. He brought me to this house. Here's a prank. <laughs> Here's a little prank for you. Blah, I flooded the kitchen. Well, I don't think so. I actually think that she is a little messy. Okay. I'm not saying messy necessarily as like she makes a huge mess, but those are little things that would bother some people, including myself, and it wouldn't bother others, right? It's not a big deal. That's why I don't think she, that's not pushing anyone's buttons. Like that's a little bit of water, right? It's not like, oh, she left food out and for flies to sit on or she left like dirty dishes anywhere. Like it's a little bit of water. That's why I think she just did it. She didn't think about it as some people wouldn't. And she moved on. Let's talk about the dishes because to me, leaving a puddle of water on the counter, to me, that's more offensive than not putting the silverware back perfectly. Because wasn't that the next argument? Blah opens the drawer. The silverware isn't... Well, that would bother me. I would literally give you... I would give you a class. That's OCD. I would would be like, no. Big spoon here, big fork here, small fork here, and knives here, small spoon over there, knives on the side, or in that knife thingy. What do you call it? Like the butcher block, the knife block. We do. We, every fork and spoon has its own mm-hmm. spot, but... And it has to, it has to fit together, the spoon, yeah, right? the big spoons the, fit together, the small spoons yeah, fit together. Yeah, but they have to fit together. Right, but I that's ha- OCD. To me, that's OCD. I, I, I hate when they don't. To me, that, and that's not really OCD. I'm, I'm just saying that's more particular because you close a draw, nobody sees it, out of sight, out of mind. That's being more finicky than a puddle of water yet. Yeah, Dry that. Take a towel and dry that down. Yeah. The puddle pisses me off more than the silverware. Really? Oh. Like far the puddle, more. I would just be, oh, maybe you shouldn't see. That's fine. Like wipe it off. Like pay attention to it maybe. But the forks, I would maybe let it slide once. And if I keep seeing that you are not able to 
put every single piece where it belongs, I would get annoyed because it's the simplest thing you can possibly do. You it see is. the spoons, put the spoons where they belong. Why would you put the spoons together with the forks? The worst, though. Doesn't make any sense. The worst, though, is when everything is in the dishwasher, and so you have no reference guide, at least for me. Then I start to panic. Wait, <laughs> was the big spoon far left or was the small spoon far left? And then you lose. Big spoon, big fork, small fork, knife, small, small spoons, spoons on back. top. Yeah. Well. I learn now, but I have that moment of panic where I go, wait, where do the small forks go? <laughs> Unless there's a reference. So Bilal gives Shida a class on mm-hmm. silverware and where <laughs> everything goes. But Shida tells the camera, which I agree with, this is our home now. Everything Bilal's yes. talking about is a me problem. This is our home now. So I I agree. Don't be sticking pins in the sofas and mm-hmm. everything has a place in the drawer. But you should discuss your systems now. Absolutely. Create your, create your systems together. So she should be able to do whatever she wants. But she also should not be messy. If he has a system and it looks nice and it works, let's say for the stupid forks and spoons, yeah. just follow it. It's like the yeah. easiest thing you it's can do. It's not worth getting in, into an argument over yeah, whether the it, big spoon's left or right. It's a good thing. It's a good thing to have a system. Like, I love it. I, we have a system. But just to reiterate the point, it's our home now. And mm-hmm. if in one way that's going to help Shida feel like it's her home is if you guys discuss how you're going to yeah. run that home. If she just comes in and Bilal goes... So here's how the dishes are going. Here's where all the silverware is laid out. Like that's his system and it's going to make her feel like she's living in his home. Mm-hmm. So it does need to be discussion and hopefully it doesn't need to change. Hopefully she's like, yeah, that makes sense. This makes, this is easy. I like it. Everything's got its place, but it should be a discussion since it is our home. No, for sure. Okay. Well, we'll see if they start treating each other like, like a couple who live in the same house together because right now the only thing that I get an idea that they're a couple is that they just call each other a baby. Mm. (laughs) I don't see anything else that I would think that they are a couple. I agree. Yeah, there's no connection. You don't see a connection. And I don't think, oh, they're not making out or anything. No, there is just no connection. There's no love. Yeah, yeah. I don't see anything. Because everything is a facade just like Bilal's house. Oh, yeah. On the outside, you look at Bilal the way he dresses. On the outside, everything looks so perfect. Mm-hmm. The inside, when you get down to it, it's the utensil drawer. It's a mess. That's very true. Yes. Okay. Let's move on. Let's talk about Emily and Kobe. This is Swell Horses, the segment. So swell. So many adorable, nosy Little horse. <laughs> Every single, like, when they walk over to the barn or to yeah. the stables, yeah. right? Every single shot of, like, Kobe, Lisa, Emily, there is a horse. There's a little. There is a horse behind them. Yeah, photobomb. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. I would love to be photobombed by a horse. <laughs> so this <laughs> That's is That's a one big of, dream of mine. This is one of those segments that we just skipped a whole bunch of time because I'm pretty sure we left it the whole Kobe feeding nuts that whole debacle was yes. like 88 days to wed now we're 75 days to wed mm-hmm. things aren't much better apparently between the two of them because they cannot communicate and they can't communicate. first i felt bad for kobe now i don't feel bad for neither because they both are losing their shit 
and say things they shouldn't be saying to each other. Both of them. Kobe said one terrible thing. One terrible thing. Well, no, 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 but you, you see him being annoyed. Like, you you see him, like, slowly losing his shit. Okay. And he shouldn't. He should stay cool and talk to her and be like, hey, you treat me like an idiot. Like, I'm the father. Treat me nicely. That They need to have a nice conversation. They The second they start talking, they start going at each other. I agree. Well, tensions are high. It's For Kobe, <laughs> it's two steps forward, one step back, I think, because... He's trying here, right? The storyline here is he wants to contribute around the house. And Lisa loves it. Yeah, he doesn't want to feel like a lazy guy, even though he can't work. He doesn't have his green card. He wants to contribute somehow. So the best way he can would be to go help out around yes. the farm. Which is great. It's great, right? We've seen plenty of 90 dayers not want to get involved Most in the farm. Most of them. Here's Kobe going, all right, let's see what I can do. Mm-hmm. They take him to the barn. He's a little nervous, and he gets over it very quickly, though, and starts helping out. Lisa shows him how to scoop manure. And the thing that killed me about this entire segment was that Lisa was the one who needed to show him how to scoop manure. Because, come on, Emily. How to you- scoop what? Manure. That's the horse poop. It's called oh. manure. Oh, I didn't know. I yeah. just call it the horse poop. Yeah. But Emily can't show him well, because she's she is so useless that she needs mommy <laughs> to show him. Well, did you hear as she was basically telling him what to do or how he should do it and what not? She said, maybe I should show you, but but it's been it's been a few years. Yeah. So have it's been we, a few years. How about we start with Emily learning how to do it and then she can pass pass on her knowledge to Kobe. I yeah. just found it so, I mean, it said everything all in that one shot of Emily just standing off to the side overseeing. It's like she thinks she's the boss. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's the boss. She's not a worker bee. She sits there and tells you what you need to do. She's not going to do it herself, though. She can't even show you how to do it. She needs mom to show you how to do it. It's absolutely well, it's absurd. to show you scoop a poop. I know. That was the other thing. I was like, really? We need an eight-hour training session on yeah, how scoop, to scoop? Scoop the poop. On how to scoop poop. Yeah. But Kobe does it. He's being a good sport about it. And the whole time, you have Emily just barking things from the sidelines. Put more in your shovel. Bigger scoops. <laughs> Don't you want to get it done faster so we can hang out? And this is where Kobe starts losing his shit because he's like, are you the supervisor or what? She's yeah. like, I am the supervisor. Pick up a shovel yeah. and scoop some shit with me or get lost. Who is watching Coben at this time? I don't know. Probably dad. But, but Emily goes like, yeah, you should do it. Like, let's just li- listen to me so you can do it faster so we can hang out. Yeah. I'd be like, like should- he's trying <laughs> to help your mom either help or get out of the way. Exactly. Like, I agree. There's no, there's zero reason for her to but be But Kobe there. should have kept his school because yelling at her bickering and telling her to shut the fuck up, which we're going to get to, in yeah. front of her mom front is of mom. bad. It's, it's really bad. It's bad if mom's not there. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. If mom is there. And Lisa and the horses are just like. <laughs> the horses are like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. With this has been a boring farm until now. Thank you. I just realized that I did it again. I just showed John what the horses are doing. So, yes, yeah, so, yeah. But there's um audio medium. It's, it's an audio. Yeah. It's an um, audio thing. Here's the thing. He freaked out, right? He lost his cool. He said, shut the fuck up because 
because of how tense of a situation was created there. But I don't think it's just this manure that caused him to snap. This was two weeks. Like I said, this is now 70-something days to 75. Wet. This is two weeks of Emily bossing him around, controlling him. This was the moment he snapped, right? This was, yeah. this was the scoop of poop that, that broke the camel's <laughs> back. But this, he's not just snapping because she's like, oh, get more in your shovel faster. Don't you want to hang out? He snapped because of two weeks building up. True, but they've been arguing a lot. So I think there was some snapping before, maybe not to this level. No, I don't think. I think this was... Yeah. This is the culmination of it. In front of Lisa, eh, no good. Not a good look. Also, Kobe cannot take the smell, but then he says, my dad has a poultry farm. I know. Chickens smell too. My grandma had chickens. Yeah. Yeah. The whole the whole thing it turned out to be pretty ugly. Yeah. Lisa talks to Kobe after Emily kind of storms off, and Lisa says... This is, you know, this is not the way to treat a person. Like, forget, because we can't skip over the fact that Kobe did try to do a little bit of a gender role mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and gender power dynamic thing by saying, maybe it's an American thing, but a woman making a man feel inferior, like, I'm not used to that. And that's when Lisa says, well, don't make it a woman to mm-hmm. man thing. It's a person to person thing, which it is. But more than that, it's an Emily to person thing because Emily is her own animal. Yeah. No, they, they need to communicate. She needs to dial back. He needs to calm down. I, I get it. She's been pushing his buttons. But they, he, they just need to communicate. I don't think he's that out of line except for his choice of words. He had every right to snap, I think, because look at the situation. He's there bent over shoveling shit. And Emily's <laughs> yelling at him, not looking at her nails, not lifting a finger. He had every right to be mm-hmm. like, you know what? This is ridiculous. How would you pick up a shovel or leave? Yeah. His choice of words were very wrong. Very wrong. But his emotion, I think, was valid and warranted. So he just needs to, I think he needs to be more careful with his tone and, and with his word choice. But Emily was, Emily was not, yeah. not playing cool. And once again, they only been around each other in a foreign country for both of them. It was China. They were having fun, it right? Was vacation. He was working, but he was a underwater model, but he was making some money. I don't know what she was doing, right? Yeah, it was a vacation slash he wasn't dependent on her. Right. Right? Now he's fully dependent on her. They have a kid. They don't get along. They live with her parents. It's yeah. this whole thing. Well, it's a completely different dynamic. Yeah, yeah. A vacation relation versus now there's something at stake. Yeah. Now there's I gave this up. I gave my life up to come here to Salina, Kansas yeah. and be right. There's a lot more at stake, a lot more on the line, a lot more that was risked. So tensions are higher mm-hmm. and we've we've seen what happens now. They've bubbled over. Uh, Kobe, the, he finishes up, he goes inside and he sees Emily in the kitchen. He's like, hey, babe. And Emily does not want to be hey, babed. No. After him telling her to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And Kobe asks Emily how she thinks he feels when she treats him this way. 
Like, hey, take a look at what you're doing. How do you think this makes me feel? And Emily says, well, Emily, Emily tells the camera, saying something like he did in the moment of frustration is one thing. Mm-hmm. What's bad and what I agree with here when Emily says he still thinks it's okay. He comes in the kitchen and he doesn't immediately apologize yeah. for what he said. And so I agree with Emily there, but he does eventually apologize. Yes, they both apologize to each other, which I think should have been a start of being nice to each other and communicate, if not for the two of them, for Coben. I know. Like they, like I know I always say it, communication, communication. And yes, we, John and I, we have our own little moments when, you know, we don't agree on things. But we talk it through. We don't snap at each other. If we do, we apologize immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, so, like sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Or Yeah, but look. again, like, we talk about it. And that's how I think that's one of the reasons why we have the relationships that we have. Yeah. If we don't we let anything build if, up. Yeah. And if we didn't talk about things and we're just being pissed at each other in the background, I don't think we would even be doing this podcast, to be honest. No, you're probably right. Um so there is this apology, but at least from Emily's side, it's, to me, it seemed half-assed because her apology was like a joking, sorry for talking to you while you were working. Like she didn't get that what she was doing was actually super annoying. Well, I also think that she doesn't know how to apologize. So her apologizing right. even like this, I think it's good because I don't uh, think she ever had to. nothing, I guess. I don't think she ever had to apologize because no, it seems like. Her parents just let her be like this. A complete enablers. And her sister seems much nicer, much, much like laid back, much more laid back. And it's, yeah, we haven't seen a lot from No, we her. haven't, but from what we've seen. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think Emily said it too, that she was the boss. She was the wild one. She was the crazy one who yes. just like did whatever she wanted. So the last thing we see on this segment Kobe tells the camera, if we get married, she's going to need to listen to me. That's not good either. But, uh, okay. They're, they that's need to really listen to bad. each other. You need yeah. to listen. That's, that's the difference. But I think, and a lot of us watch this and we get pissed at when the guys say something or the girls say something that's just inappropriate or we, we don't live like this in the United States. Like we try to be equals as we should, right? Yeah. But don't forget that some of these people come from a culture where that's normal. The hierarchy is all they know. And so we can only give them the as much shit because they don't know well, anything else. It's a Maybe good point. I was going to add for Kobe, who's traveled the world, seems like, he should probably know a little more. But again... If that's how he grew up, if that's how it is in Africa, where he's from, then we can't really hate him for it. So let me clarify my point then, because that is good and it's a good reminder. I wasn't judging him when I had my reaction to if we Mm -hmm. get married, she's going to need to listen to me. I was more having the foresight of what that means for the relationship. So Mm -hmm. it's very true that he comes from a different culture where that's fine. But Emily doesn't. So you need to find that common ground or the middle ground or or what's going to work for your relationship. So when mm-hmm. I say, ooh, that's not good that he's saying that, it's because I know Emily's not going to fall in line with that. Yeah. It's completely fine in his culture and the women are used to it, right? And that works for them. Yeah. Like you said, he's an American now. He's got these other 
mindsets from mm-hmm. his culture, they're not going to fly in Emily's world. So they need to communicate exactly. and, com- and compromise yeah. and figure out what's going to work for and them. And he needs to learn too. Like if, if they talk about it and she tells him, this is not going to fly. Like this, this is not how things are in the U.S. You have to respect me. I have to respect you too. But I have to be this mutual respect and us playing equals. Yeah, completely. Yeah, he, he. I hope he'll get there. Same for Mohammed if he wants to be with Eve and stay here, yeah. not to jump over. But that's the same situation. Yeah. If he doesn't get it, it's not going to work. Yeah. One last thing to put a button on it. It's interesting that you can take Coben out of the equation mm-hmm. and there's still this power dynamic. There's Emily's still controlling Mm-hmm. Kobe. I think that's just her personality. It's her. It's her. Yeah. So for everyone that's like, well, she's a mother. She's been doing this for 17 months. That She's got used to her way of doing things. Remove the baby. She's still that way. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on. Jeffrey <sighs> and Miuna. So 55 days to wed. So mm-hmm. really cruising. Here. Yeah. It's been a week since Jabri found out that the black Serbs have this big opportunity in Chi-Town. Mm-hmm. So they're prepping to leave. And I guess this is what I gleaned from this. Tell me what you heard. Jabri agreed to a beach wedding in order to get Miona to go it's, to Chicago. I didn't get it at this point, but I got it later on. Okay. Because I remember the last episode, <laughs> I was like... Well, what aren't you getting? Beach wedding. (laughs) (laughs) And so it seems like now. He caved in. He agreed, which if you ever said anything to me in that tone, right away, Teresa, I will get you whatever. Because that was a possessed person (laughs) demanding a beach wedding. (laughs) Um, And so I think he he caved in and and is. Yeah. Going for the beach wedding. So they're going to head the road. And Jabri's like, you're not bringing your cowboy boots to like bring a little um, South Dakota <laughs> to Chicago. And no, she's like, I'm leaving that in South uh, Dakota. No. <laughs> I'll put that up on Poshmark. Yes, because Chicago's cool. Speaking of outfits. Matching outfits. Matching outfits, matching corduroy jackets. This was also the first scene, at least that I noticed, and I'm keeping track. That Miona didn't have sunglasses on her head. Oh, she I did think later. Right. Once she got to yeah. the the trucking facility, she had sunglasses on. But in the car, no sunglasses. I think you're right. And speaking of car, they're taking a 13 hour road trip. Is it that long? I looked it up. Rapid City to Chicago, mm-hmm. 13 hours, about 13 hours driving. And it took, I think they went overnight because. It's that long. It was like 55 days to it. And then once they arrived, it was like 54 days to it, I think. Oh. I'm sure Jabri forces Miona to listen to Black Serbs the whole ride, too. It's like, <laughs> gotta get those Spotify plays up, babe. Come on, keep it on repeat. 13 hours of Black Serbs. I thought it was like five hours, maybe. No, 13. Wow. Yeah, if my Google mapping is mm-hmm. correct. But Miona's actually a little more excited about Chicago than she was when we last heard. Because Chicago's cool. Chicago is, I think, Chicago, New York, Miami, L.A., are the city, the cool cities. That's not why she is fired up. That's not why she's well, excited. No, but I'm saying like she should be because yeah. she wanted to travel. She wanted to see America, the cool cities. So it's one of them. Yeah. But she's excited because there is a Serbian community. Yes, which sounds similar to something you've said to me in the past. Yeah. They have a large Czech community. Yeah, the largest Czech oh, community. Really? Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. And, yeah. And maybe Jabri should have led with that. Yeah. <laughs> because more than 
David and the rest of the black Serbs are going to be there. It's like, well, Serbian, other Serbian people will be there. Mm-hmm. And that's enticing. I know it is at least to you. So makes sense. Yeah, I think Chicago, as any other major cities, they have a lot of communities. But for some reason, the Czechs, as far as I know, the big ones are New York and Chicago. I don't get Chicago. I don't get middle of the country immigration. Well, I get like, we made it to New York. Let's stay here. I think that's where most Czechs went. I know. When they immigrated, it was Chicago. They're, they got to New York and they're like, well, let's keep going. I think it was because of the, um, the work opportunities. But I might be totally wrong. You could be totally wrong. I think what happens is it only takes a few Czechs, Serbs mm-hmm. to go. And then word gets back. Hey. Teresa and the fam are in Chicago. Yeah. Let's go there. And then slowly more and more word gets out. Oh, Chicago's the place. And so it keeps growing that community. Mm -hmm. That's my guess. We have zero idea. No idea. Call in (laughs) if you you guys know. Um, A little bit more of a backstory on Jabri and David, though. And and their their meet cute story (laughs) when Jabri was making fun of David's accent and david still has a little bit of an accent a little bit of an accent yeah yeah um so jabri was making fun of his accent so david kicked him in the head and put jabri in a coma for three for days. several days and then three months later jabri started dating this serbian girl yeah. then found out it's david's <laughs> twin sister it's an interesting meeting story and then they bonded over music now and they're besties. now they're besties yeah and i think jabri's thought is if David and my relationship could survive after all of that, come on, Miona, you and David can, <laughs> can get along, right? Yeah. I think, didn't they drink each other's blood or something? Didn't oh, they? I don't think. Uh, I mean, perhaps. Some, there was like they a gave each other haircuts. Or something. <laughs> they gave each other haircuts during the, oh, that, the baptism. That was that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They might. That might be initiation into black service. Like in Czech, we blood. say you were like a blood brother or blood yeah. sister if you like cut your hand. Yeah. And then Godf- you- no, this is Godfather. What? In the oh, yeah, Serbian he's a- church. You were right. He's a Jubilee's godfather. Yes. Come on. Yeah. But I'm saying like in Czech, you, if you want to be a blood brother or blood sister with someone, you cut you. Yeah, like, we did that in middle school too. And then we all got grounded. <laughs> I, I have a blood sister. Uh, yeah. Really? You guys mix each other's blood? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We did that. We cut our hand a little bit and then we shook it. Oh, that is so, <laughs> so not safe. <laughs> guys, don't do that. Don't yeah, mix, don't do that. But I do have a blood. blood. I have a blood sister. Oh my gosh! Have you been tested? <laughs> tested for what? All sorts of yeah. Blood? I was like, I was like eleven. Okay, we're gonna go get tested. <laughs> Anyways, Jabri and Miona make it to Chicago, and we learn David, a responsible adult, is the owner operator of a trucking company. So that's pretty awesome. That's fantastic. So he must. Make a lot of money because we saw a lot of trucks around. I think he does well. I don't know if his dad owns any works for it or something. But yeah, Jibbity made him sound very cool. Yeah. Because a- how do you go from rocking with the band, trying to make it, and two years later you own something that looks like a successful That's trucking company? That's kind of why I think it might be in the family. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because, again, if you were going to start it during COVID, you might have one or two trucks. I don't know how yeah. it really works, but it seems maybe like more it's in the family. But either way, he's got a job. Yeah. He's got some stability. He's got a man purse, 
which is pretty cool. Yeah. You need somewhere to keep all your money. Absolutely. Uh, he comes out and, and Jabri's like, look at dad looking like Serbian Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, David and Miona greet each other, which is they nice. Hawk. That seems nice. Yeah. Right. And we do learn that when the pandemic hit, Jabri got his commercials driver's mm-hmm. license. Because David was like, you don't make any money. Come over to Chicago. You can't drive this truck. Yeah. But the K-1 visa got in the way. It's so funny because David is such a positive influence, it seems like, on mm-hmm. Jabri. David's got his shit together. He's encouraging Jabri to go and, and take his test and get his license. And then you have Miona like, nah, David's not a positive influence. Mm-hmm. He's, he's getting in the way of Jabri's dream. Well, Jibri was saying that he wanted to focus on the music and on Miona and David saying, you know that you can do both, right? Of course. Unless we make it, make it. You can drive and you can play music. You don't drive every single day. I think you get some breaks if you do like long haul. I'm sure. The thing is, Miona doesn't want to be married to a truck driver. Mm -hmm. She wants to be married to a rock star. Oh, yeah. And that's why she's encouraging that. The thing that kills me is Jabri parades around like he's such a hustler. Oh, I'm such a hustler. I hustle so hard, right? You're not. You're living in your parents' home. <laughs> That's what W making, said. Making beats on GarageBand. That's not <laughs> hustling. Like, real hustling is the person out in L.A. who's working three jobs, waiting tables, doing janitor work during the day, bartending at night, mm-hmm. and then when they're not sleeping or working, they're working on their craft. Yeah. That's hustling. So... Sure, to to really hustle, Jabri could do the trucking job. Yeah. And then in his free time work on his music. But no. Also, he would be on the road. And I don't think Miona would like that. No, or, that's... Or would she? Mm. Well, he would make <laughs> money, which you think she would like. But yeah. I don't think she likes the idea of a truck driver. She likes the idea of an artist. Yes, for sure. But again, as you said, artists struggle. For sure. That's how you get... Somewhere, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Takes hard work. Takes commitment, right? You're not just going to get it handed to you, but Jabri seems to think he might. He wants the music to take off because he will be able to make way more money. Okay. I'm curious to see because I think only successful, successful musicians make a lot of money. Yes. And if you Meaning can- Meaning like famous. Right. I was going to say, if you can survive on your art, that's that's rich to the artist. So yeah. even if it's even if you only make fifty thousand a year playing music or selling your paintings, but you're surviving, you're living off your art. That's amazing. Yeah. But yes, the point zero 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 one percent who are millionaires mm-hmm. off their art that is that's incredible. But to think yeah. that you're going to get to that level is, is good luck. And I think he hopes that ninety days is going to exactly. open some doors. Exactly. So then the next day we see Miona alone at the hotel and I kind of love, I got to say, I kind of love her composition book laptop cover uh-huh. that looks like the journal. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. I kind of like it. But because first I was like, look at her going old school. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, she's planning her beach wedding <laughs> while, while Jabri is at the music studio. I have to give her kudos on just picking up her phone and calling and asking around. Yes. That means like her English is decent. I remember when I came to the States, my English sucked and I got sick within like a couple of months. But 
like I got the flu. Yeah. But it wasn't that bad. I thought you were saying you got sick at the English language. Well. Like, oh, look at your girl. Look at me putting these sentences together. <laughs> these rhyme schemes I wish, and puns. I wish, but I didn't. Got sick no, I got sick. Language. And it was like strep throat or something. It wasn't the flu. And so my host Yeah, it's family, probably because you swapped blood with your friend. When I was 11. Uh-huh, I know. Or 10. <laughs> but anyways. And so my host family, they were like, maybe you should call a doctor and go see someone because you don't want this... You know, you don't want the kids to get it if you need like antibiotics and shit. Yeah. I was trying to call the doctor. Yeah. I could not tell that. I, I was trying to find words to explain well, what's wrong with me. you throat too, so. But still, they were like, they literally told me they don't understand what I'm saying. They were like, we don't know what you, what you, what you need. Yeah. Like, come over. And I was like so out of it. I was like, I don't know what to do. I, I just want to talk to someone. And I told my host family and eventually they helped me out. Like, I guess they wanted me to independent like, you, yeah, got, you, you just have to jump yeah at some point if people keep calling for yeah, you for sure. you're never gonna do it you're gonna yeah. rely on someone else but so i they, remember it was such it was such a struggle for me and i could her just doing it just boop. yeah well good for her good for her i never questioned her english it always seemed good yeah from the start this is something i think she knows she has to do I don't think Jabri's going to call around for a beach wedding. <laughs> if she wants a beach wedding, she's going to have to go for the beach wedding. And yeah. she, she calls, quickly learns it's very expensive. Yes. Like we've said from day one, though, it doesn't have to be. A beach wedding could be probably the most affordable mm-hmm. wedding if you just roll up to a public beach. Um, yeah. Here's what I was wondering, though, because she asks about the destination wedding. I was wondering if she was asking about it because she thought it was going to be cheaper than an American beach wedding. Because she's like, oh, weddings in America are very expensive. And then she starts asking about a destination. Yeah. But then you have to fly everyone there. Unless you do it in Greece, closer oh. to her country. Mm, right? Well, then you still have to fly everyone there. Jibri's family. Just Jibri. You think she's inviting oh. the fam? You think she's inviting <laughs> Mahala? You think she's inviting David? No. Well. So maybe that's what she's got up her sleeve. Yeah, but you're right. You can just go to a public beach. Yeah. And just do it there. I know exactly. people who's done that. I'm sure black servers will perform. Yeah. S- Space Cash can MC. <laughs> He's got powers. Uh, speaking of, so Jabri rolls into the studio with Space Cash, who is apparently always dressed like an astronaut. Always. Which probably came in very handy during the pandemic, just to have that <laughs> helmet, right? That is so true. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought when I saw that helmet. I was like, he rocked the shit out of that during the pandemic. What do you do when it's hot out? I don't know. What if if it's very cold? Do you put a jacket over it or underneath? Uh, Come again? Of the helmet? No, the costume. It's insulated. He goes to space. (laughs) It's got vents on it and it's probably probably the perfect outfit What if he goes on a date? Does he at least open it up? I don't know. Here's my thought. Because the band looks like the village people on acid. The wall (laughs) they're got. But here's kind of my thought about why Space Cash has the helmet. Why? Let's admit they're all very good looking. Jabri's good looking. David's good looking. They're all very good looking, right? Mm-hmm. Space Cash is probably very mangled. His face is probably atrocious. And they were like, you're very good at music. Just cover that. Just put something over that. And so they probably gave him a helmet to wear. Mm. Well, interesting is that Space Cash is from Iowa. Yeah. And like it's a- another <laughs> thing is like Jibri, so bald from South Dakota. Yeah. Space Cash, so weird from Iowa. It's not like they grew up in big cities and they're like, I can be crazy. I can be whoever Mm -hmm. I want. They grew up in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Who's their influence? 
That's what I'm asking. It's got it, maybe David. Although David's like a pretty David's vanilla like a normal dude. look compared like he's to the nor- he's the most normal looking one out of yeah. them all. Yeah, no pink hair. Nothing. No helmet. He's like a normal, good-looking dude. There is nothing crazy about him. Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm very curious about their influence, and maybe it's the style of music. Maybe a lot of the bands mm-hmm. in the space punk or whatever they yeah. call their music dress like that. But it's fascinating. Mm-hmm, for uh, sure. Was one word for it. So they go into the studio to record. Let me ask you this. So they were saying like there is Brandy, the singer, yeah. and then Jibre is the co-owner and the main singer, the main vocalist. Mm-hmm. Space Cash can play any instrument. Yes. yes. And then David said he's the best MC. Mm-hmm. Is that all he does? Well, an MC, I think, is another word for rapper or singer. Okay. An MC is usually used interchangeably with like rapper. Oh, I thought th- he's just like, what's up, everyone? How's everyone doing? He might do that. But yeah. then he, I think he also, uh, he's okay. got some bars of his own. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so they go into the studio and David lays down the ground rules immediately. He's like, please set your cell phones and other portable devices to airplane mode. Uh, no, this- Space Cash will let you know when we reach 10,000 feet and it's safe <laughs> to use your devices. Yeah. He was very quick to shut down. Any cell phone activity. We're going to... Oh, don't you dare. What? Don't you... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say that... (laughs) Say it. Say it. I want you to say it so bad because you're going to prove my point that I've been saying for months on this podcast. Say it. This is when we podcast. We don't have our phones around us. Okay. But more specifically to this, Uh, in the studio, you should... What? When you're in the studio... What did David ask everyone to do in the studio? I don't know. Oh, don't you backtrack. Now, David said, turn your cell phones off in the studio. Yeah. Like I've said, baby was doing every time he was in the studio and Ari was pissed because he wouldn't. Oh. Have- you turn your cell phone off in the studio. I guess you're right. I mean, I have to oh, say this, Oh, now right? you like when, when sexy David is saying to turn your <laughs> phone off, you're like, yeah, we should definitely turn our phone off. I should have said smash like it's as hot as David. Yeah. But but, no, but that's all baby was saying well, was, well, I'm in the studio. I turned okay, my phone off okay, like David didn't said. Connect. And I'm going to add to it that I agree because when I go to the gym, when I take my gym classes, right? Mm-hmm. Some people bring their phones all the way with them to the workout stations. Yeah. I leave it with my keys at the beginning of the gym that you can just put your shit in. I don't bring my phone with me, so I don't get distracted at all. Don't get me started on phones at the gym. <laughs> There's two new girls that come to our gym now that are FaceTiming people. While I don't, I don't what are you doing? Work out. Focus on your workout. I don't get it. It's yeah. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Call in on your cell phone. I'll permit it. Call in. Not while you're working out. But if you're one of these people... Who are on their phones FaceTiming at the gym. What are you doing? I don't get it. Are they your trainer that you're talking to? Are they helping you? Is this something you started in quarantine where like they FaceTime you and coach you? Or is it just your boyfriend or girlfriend? What's happening? What are you guys talking about? I don't know. Because it's very distracting. I'm trying to focus on getting in and getting out. (laughs) And I'm like those horses in Salina, (laughs) Kansas, eavesdropping. And it's very hard to focus. Yeah, no, Sorry. I don't I don't get it. But yes, I put my phone away as well when I don't want to be distracted. Same for work. Like I usually don't look at my phone at all if I'm very busy. Yeah. And then I get phone full of messages like, are you okay? You're not replying. I'm like, because I don't look at my phone. Yeah, yeah. So long story short, David makes everyone turn their phone off. But Jervie's like, well, I got to text Mion and tell her I'm turning my phone off. And this sets David off. 
who just says, why can't you? Or why do you have to text or just put your phone on do not disturb? Out of nowhere, David and Jabri just start wrestling. Uh-huh. And this is also probably why Space Cash wears a helmet because he knows his <laughs> band is very violent. I wonder who's going to end up in coma this time. <laughs> very mm. true. It's payback. <laughs> it's payback to be. Well, let's see, because I think it's very embarrassing. They finally got to the studio. Alex, the producer, is yeah. there watching them. What are you doing? It's also, there's thousands of dollars worth of equipment yeah. around. And you guys are rolling on each other. Yes. It's going to break something at any moment. You're not going to be invited back. This is not a good first impression for the Black Serbs in Chicago. This is your big moment. What are we doing, guys? I think the big moment has passed. I think it's passed. All right. Speaking of moment, let's take a moment. Let's pause. Let's pause for a break. When we come back, whew, it's going to get Oof. juicy. Oof. <laughs> it's going to get juicy, Teresa. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. All right. Shall we talk about Eve and Muhammad? Let's do it. One of my favorite couples. <laughs> so I always knew it, but it really hit me on this episode. These two have zero connection. Zero. Like we always kind of joke though. Yeah, it's like mother and son. But yeah. like I have more of a connection with my mom. Than these two, there's they they're strangers. These two are basically when I watch them, I'm like, oh, you have zero connection, zero. And I don't know if it's his culture that he doesn't want to mm-hmm. be too lovey dovey or he isn't, but they bang, right? But you would never know. It's because he is her second child. I've said it before. You guys message us saying, <laughs> saying literally the same thing. She cooks for him. She probably cleans for yeah. him. She takes care of him, and he just. He's just there. You will tuck me in. (laughs) I'm telling you, even mothers and sons have more of a connection than these two. Yes. It's very, it's very strange. Speaking of feeding him, she made breakfast for them, right? She's like, oh, I feel bad. I feel a little bad how last night went. I feel bad that he felt heard and unheard. Right. If, If you guys don't remember or didn't watch. This is the morning after the wine night with the girls that yeah. Muhammad was invited to. And so things were a little awkward and this is the yes. morning after that. And so to make up for this, Eve is going to take him to the local mosque. Yes. So he can feel like he belongs and he can find his own peeps, his community. Because he hasn't been to the mosque since he got here. Yeah, I mean, and got e- to the States. And Eve's, Eve's never been no. to a mosque. So Why would she? I'm just pointing it out because what's to follow is clearly someone who's never been to a mosque, maybe never even heard the word mosque before because she seems very unaware of his culture, his religion, Mm -hmm. and what's required of it. Yes. Because Muhammad says, when we go, you have to cover your hair. It's a sign of respect. Mm -hmm. And Eve goes and, and covers her head. But she's like, I feel, I feel like a nun or something. Come on, Eve. Wrong religion. Eve. Yes. Wrong. I, I, th- I think they need to just find a middle ground. She needs to do a, f- a little more to make him happy. And he needs to require a little less to make her happy. I don't think wearing a head wrap at a mosque is too much to ask. No, no, no. It's not. But I'm saying they need to meet each other halfway. It's like. He complains about her dressing up this way, doing this and that. And then she complains about not even a hijab, putting a 
It's just a head wrap. Yeah, yeah. a head wrap on. It's like, like she scarf, feels like a yeah. nun. It's like, just roll with it. And Mohammed just needs to dial back a little bit because I'll tell you this. I don't think they'll make it. Oh, there's if they make it, well, I don't even know. I don't think they'll make it. <laughs> I have to do a lot of questioning about things because it, it makes zero sense for them to be together. But I understand her not not feeling comfortable with the head wrap. She probably feels like an imposter because I, I imagine I've had friends come to temple when I was growing up and I would go to temple and they would, or even at my bar mitzvah, when my Christian friends, my Catholic friends, they would wear the yarmulke. I imagine they probably felt like, oh, this is weird. Why am I doing this? Yeah, but at least it's for the guys. You guys get a tiny, tiny hat that well, you, yeah. can, you can barely see and the ladies don't have to do anything as far as I know. Not at my temple, yeah, uh, more... Yeah, more like orthodox. Temples. Yeah, yes, I know, do. like they have some yep, sort of a headpiece, but yes. but I get I get the oh, this is weird or this is uncomfortable. They need to find some middle ground where they're gonna meet each other halfway because I don't think she should change. I don't think he should change, but I think they both need to change a little. I think it's a great point. I think that's I think that's where they're at. We'll see shortly. She does go out for drinks. Yeah. And Muhammad breaks my heart with what he has to say. I know. But he wasn't keeping her at home. So there is, it seems like there is some compromise. Yeah. yeah. Before we get to that, they go to the mosque and they separate into the male and the female mm-hmm. section. This surprises Eve. Right, she clearly has not done too much research. Mm-hmm. She's surprised by this segregation of men and women. It's like, uh, as you said, you literally know nothing about the culture. Yeah, this is one of the basics that I knew. Have a conversation with your fiance, and, oh, yeah. and this is on Muhammad too. You should, yeah. If she's not curious, you should maybe try to for sure encourage some conversation over it, so she knows what she's doing. She doesn't feel. Like she's a fish out of water when she gets there. You could say, hey, just so you know, here's what's going to happen. Yes. Like I think I would tell you if we were going to temple, hey, here's what's going to happen. Or if I was going to your church, I would hope you would give me a little play by play. My what? Church. I mean, I know you don't go, but you did growing up. No, I did not. You got I, baptized. Yeah, by accident. <laughs> what are you my, I've never been to the church with my parents. I, I had to go with my grandma when she was babysitting yeah. me. Okay. But doesn't mean I did anything. My grandma uh-huh. made me hold my hands in a, the prayer. Oh. Well, when I've been thing. to when I've been to church, my friends would tell me about communion. Here's what's going to happen. Right? I don't know anything about that. All right. Well, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll fill you in. Yeah. I I love what I love about Europe and all the old churches. I love the architecture. Yeah. So I have been to some of them. The cathedrals because it's gorgeous. Sure, we go, we always to, go to the, when we travel. We always go to the churches. Yeah, whether it's La Sagrada Familia, yeah, or in Prague. Yeah, but it's in, like we go because of the architecture, the because of the history. Yeah. We don't go to We're pray, and to I'm pray. not cheating on praying or anything. I'm just saying I definitely didn't grow up religious. My parents are non-religious. Yeah. the only one who is is my grandma, who also baptized me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know anything about it, so I, I could not tell you. If okay. you went to the church, well, I, I would not know what to tell you, what, what you should do. And that's fair then. You're, <laughs> you're just as ignorant than I am. Yes. But I would hope that in different circumstances, I would tell you what to expect yes, or you would tell me. And, and this is what I would hope. Here, it didn't happen. 
what we do learn. I was just going to tell you, I've been to a synagogue way before I met you. We have a synagogue in my town that okay. was turned into a museum. Well, that's not going to a synagogue then. And I had my first flute concert there. Okay. Well, that's my not, first and only. That's not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rapped at my temple. Look at you. Me and my friend, shout out to Ross. Not friends anymore. But. <laughs> Who's, who names their kids Ross? What are you talking about? Your favorite show is Friends. I know. It's so ridiculous. Um, but we we were the troublemakers in Temple. And <laughs> we, 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 were, we were not. We oh, were, my gosh. We were not very engaged in Hebrew school. Okay. So we created our own rap duo, Jutang Clan. You did not. Yeah, and we actually rapped at a Friday night service. You like, did not. Yeah, we rapped at a J- Friday night. You think? Yeah, Stop it. Yeah, I wish I could remember what the rap I wish was. you told me this way before. We had shirts and everything. No, you did yeah, not. Yeah, we performed at our temple, Teresa. Anyway. The Jew Tank Clan. Jew Tank Clan. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably my, one of my this first is, puns. This is one of my favorite, one of my one of my favorite things about you. I can't believe I've never told you about Jew Tang. You never told me about Jew Tang Clan. I can't believe they let And us you know, do I that. love Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. So I cannot believe that you never told me about Jew Tang Clan. I can't believe they let us get away with. Like they encouraged it. They're like, yeah, okay, at least you'll f- maybe maybe it was like a historical rap. We did, did you or rap about Judaism? That's what I'm thinking. We must have rapped like. <laughs> What yeah. is Ross now? We're, what like is the, we're like the original Hamilton. We're like the Jewish Hamilton. We were rapping history. <laughs> <laughs> what is Ross up to now? He's in California doing something. Maybe you should hit him get up. Get the band back together? Yeah, get the Jew tank line back together. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, if you're listening, holla at your boy. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably how I ended my raps. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. I can't take this. Right. I'm, I'm going to have to. I almost feel You can talk to my mom about this. Yeah, I think we have to stop podcasting now. <laughs> I have to lay down and process what I was just told. Okay, let's let's bring it back to, to the show because <laughs> it's... All right. We have to talk about something sad, ah! sad and emotional now, okay? When Muhammad talked about his childhood. <laughs> my childhood was very different, okay? I was rapping. You were in the Jutang clan. I was clan. in the Jutang clan. Muhammad was also very religious, as I was, but he went and prayed every day, and his father was very religious, so they would go every day and pray, and then his father died. Mm, that's very sad. When he was 14, and it was sad, yeah, he got sick, his dad got sick, went to the hospital, and within a couple of days passed away, and obviously this had a huge impact on Muhammad, and obviously that's why he's so religious today, I think, is because... That's how he stays connected to his dad. Every time yes. he goes to pray, he feels this connection to yes. his dad. Did you see the guy, not Rafa, but the guy with the Ninja Turtles face mask over his nose? Yeah, he wasn't wearing it. Looked it, like great- a, <laughs> it looked like a, cl- you know, the clown noses? Yeah. That's what he was wearing. Yeah, he needed to pull it down. I'm like, dude, why? Like, either take it off or put it on properly. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he needed to pull Loving it down a little bit. Ninja Turtles. They finished praying and. Rafe asks Eve her thoughts. How how was her first time praying at the mosque? And she says, it's nice to learn and get more information. Mm-hmm. And she tells the camera, it's nice Muhammad has community here. But it worries me. <laughs> it worries me, Teresa. He's going to want me to convert. Did you see when she said, it's nice to learn? Muhammad was like, <gasps> uh-huh. like his Ooh. face looked like it like lit up. But... 
That's yes. not what she yeah. wanna do. She does not want to convert, but she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. To each be, their own. Be yourself. They leave. And Muhammad's like, Oh my God, babe. That was great. Here's what I wonder. He says, Oh my God. <laughs> he says, Oh my God. Well, did they have a God? Oh, but oh my Allah, wouldn't they say? That's not a saying. I know, but I just found it interesting. I say, I say, oh my God, too, and I'm not religious. I know, yeah. but I just found it interesting. That's all. I'm just picking up on these things. Just, I thought maybe you might have insight into it, but I, I don't. Just trying to make it about yourself. Because I love when he says, "Oh my God, maybe you could convert to Islam." <laughs> yeah, she comes <laughs> like right two out. Two minutes, two minutes after she said, she hopes he's not going to ask her to convert. She comes right out and says, "No, I don't have plans." Of converting. He's disappointed and then he says something that, ah, again, culture, culture, but he's like, she needs to sacrifice more for me. I wouldn't marry a woman who wouldn't prioritize my needs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and ah! again, I'm not going to judge him because he's not wrong in that feeling if he finds a partner who can support yes. that feeling. And Eve's not that person. So he, it's not right for him to change her, to literally convert her mm -hmm. so that she does what he wants. But it's not wrong for him to feel like, oh, I want to be with a Muslim woman. I wonder if he says things like this to her face because every single time he says something ridiculous, it's in the testimonials, uh, yeah. in the talking head. Yeah. And so I'm sure he tells her things, but does he, would he tell her like, I wouldn't marry you if you don't prioritize my needs. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I believe he might. Hmm. The way he was that forward about the bidet. <laughs> That's so like, true. You will get it done. <laughs> like, I think maybe he would tell her. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. I think I forget <laughs> about that. So good. So it's nighttime now. Eve's getting all done up because she's going out to meet her friend. Tatiana. Tatiana. And here's what broke my heart. Oh, I know. Muhammad's like, oh, you're you're going out and I'm staying home? He goes, Theron isn't here. We could have a nice dinner, watch a movie. Which sounds really good. And you're going out. Yes. Yes. He's like, are you going to drink with your friend? <laughs> and she goes, it'd be nice to have a glass of wine. It would be nice, you know. Oh. I felt bad for him. He just wanted to have a date night. Yeah. Come on. You got the house to yourself. Be a couple kids. Get a little nasty. Yeah, especially the first 90 days. I get it. You have friends. We all have friends. I mean, not John and I, but everyone else has friends, <laughs> right? They can wait a little bit. You need to get to know him, spend time with him so you can decide if this thing's going to work. Yeah. You guys have a limited timeline. Mm -hmm. You should be spending as much time together yeah. as possible so that you can make the right informed decision. Yeah. If you feel the need to go see your friend yeah. on day whatever, pretty early into this 90 days, that says a lot. Or go see your friend next time you drop him off at the Muslim center. Like yeah. seriously, let him do his own thing and meet some friends and then you meet your friend. Like I, I didn't like that she did that. And I can, I get it. You want to vent to your friend, but you need to get to know him. And so far you guys, like he's like your, not even adopted son. He's like a foreign exchange student that you feed yeah, and you say hi point. to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no connection. No connection. And 
you're giving up precious time that you could be making a connection yes. to go have drinks with Titiana over here. <laughs> right? At Star Brothers with two R's. Okay. Could production have picked a noisier oh my gosh. restaurant? That's what I thought. I'm leaning in to try to listen to what they're saying. I'm like, it is. So loud. So uh, props for an authentic dinner, I feel like. Maybe yeah. production was like, oh, we want to go here. And Eve was like, they don't have the spicy margaritas there. We're going <laughs> to Star's Restaurant or whatever it's called, right? Star Brothers. Because <laughs> so, a couple margaritas hit that table oh, yeah. fast. Oh, and yeah. that is not the wine you were talking no. about, Eve. And Eve is just venting to Tatiana about all the rules and about the mosque. And yes. Tatiana is like curious what he thinks of them. And so Eve tells her, yeah, he felt judged mm-hmm. and he felt offended. And I like that Tatiana kind of takes an ownership. Well, she said, I think no. an ownership. Well, she said that she probably shouldn't have, or like she didn't mean to offend him. But she said, this is how... We are used to, we talk about things like this. That's fine, but that's not but a, just made them that's ignorant. not a normal circumstance. Like she's like, oh, this is what we normally talk. Well, that's not a normal circumstance to have a, not only just a man, but a Muslim man there who you've never met before. And that's what I'm, yes. But I feel like maybe they're the type of people, if there is a new dude, they're like, whatever, I'm just going to be ourselves and talk about shit like this. Yeah, uh, I'm not context, saying it was right. context is everything. I'm if not saying it we was talk right. A, we talk a certain way to each other when it's just the two of us. Yeah, and if your, then, or your mom. What? <laughs> I'm saying, or your mom. Right. Accidentally. I'm not even going to bring my parents into it because we're pretty <laughs> candid with my parents. But if we were at a work event and a boss was there, we're going to talk differently. You talk differently depending on yeah. who you're. And so for Tidiana to be like, well, that's how we always talk. It's like, come on. Yeah. She goes, we're not bad people because we talk about sex. True, but you didn't just talk about sex. You kind of interrogated him. You watch porn. It's well, like, they're trying to be the cool friends who would watch out for Eve. But yeah, like that was that was aggressive. I would not take it from your friends. I would be no. like, you guys are assholes. I'm, yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. And she's like, I, Tidiana's like, I just don't want to lose you. Right. She's playing this whole, I don't want to lose you as a friend. Well, then maybe don't talk to her fiance like that. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying like, I think she, she said she takes an ownership of what she said and may have gone too far. Like, I think she realizing it because she's also realizing that if that's going to keep happening, she's not going to really see Eve. Right. And her whole fear of, I'm just worried he's controlling you. He's at home. You're sitting with her crushing margaritas. Clearly he doesn't have that much control. Yeah. Otherwise, she wouldn't be there or she'd be there saying, I can only have Diet Coke. Yeah. Or she would be there with him. Or she'd be there with yeah. him. Right. So you don't have to be that nervous. Again, he is trying to have control. He is trying. A little bit. Sure. But that's his culture and it's all he knows. And I really don't think they're going to make it because I think based on his level of religion, he needs someone who is the same way. Yeah. I'm just not going to understand. I'm just not going to accuse him of being that controlling if she's out there by herself with her girlfriend crushing margaritas. True. And he's at home by himself and all he wants to do is have a movie night. Like, come on. He's not, he's not that controlling. You're right. Okay. Ari and Binio. Ari and baby. (laughs) This was interesting. (laughs) Okay. Do you think it was scripted? (sighs) Ah. I 
I have to think it was scripted. And here, I'm here's, I'm going to show you how ignorant I am. Well, let's let's get to it. Let's get to it because the Ari and Baby they're going to Baby's new MMA gym. Okay, is it M M A or Next- A? AMA, because that's what the Carlos's shirt said. AMA is the brand name of that gym. I don't oh. know what it, ask me anything gym. I don't know what it stands for. MMA, mixed martial arts. Yeah. That is the style. So I got it. Right. Of combat, right? Okay. So Ari apparently found this gym for Benny, which is surprising. It shows that she is supportive yeah. of him in this venture. Yeah, because he wants to be an MMA fighter. <laughs> we heard that dinner. Yeah, <laughs> but the gym is like 45 minutes away, which yes. is not that crazy, but it's not. It's okay. He can't drive. Yeah, I was so going to add that. She has to drive him and, okay, put, put something soft down on the ground because this might drop your jaw here. Did you look up how much? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, when Ari said, I'm going to start working. Okay. <laughs> well, she got a job. She she's like, I'm gonna start working at least online. She says, Yeah, she got a job. She tells us later doing social media for her friend's social media company. I or wonder if it's the travel company. Oh. if she's doing social media for the travel yeah. company. But if you do social media, you still need to be behind your computer, not at the playground with your kid. She's like, oh, I do it on my phone. <laughs> social media, and I never knew it. Until I started working with social media people, there is so much strategy behind it and how yeah. they do things, how all the algorithms and all that shit. Everything you is can, pre-scheduled, Everything pre-posed, has like, their, literally their purpose. I yeah. love it because you look at it, people who don't know, look at it, it's like, yeah, it's a social media post, who no, cares, right? It's content calendars, oh my gosh. strategy, So there's hashtags. so much, so, so, so much that goes into that that... Her being at the playing ground, yeah. chasing Avi, trying to be on her phone. That's not how you do that job. Guys, follow us at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram, speaking of social media, because we're trying to we're trying to grow that thing. Yeah, and we don't know what sure. we're doing, so help us out there. <laughs> so they get to the gym, AMA gym. Charles giving them a tour, the bags, the cage. Benny's loving it. So they test him out a little bit. They want to see his skills. And he delivers. Charles is mm-hmm. pretty impressed. How much do you think... You pay for that gym if you train Ooh, there. It's got to be a lot. I That's what I thought. Because it a, it's like a really nice gym. Really nice gym. It seems like an open kind of gym in the sense that Charles said you have to come two to four yeah. hours. So it's not like you're paying for a class or three classes Yeah, Plus a week, it's New right? Jersey. I mean, I pay for my classes for like unlimited classes. Mm-hmm. My gym and it's a really nice gym. It's we lift weights. Yeah, I pay one eighty a For month. A, a month? Yeah. Okay, you know we have a free gym at our apartment, right? But there is no coach who True. yells at you and tells you to do better. True. <laughs> I can <laughs> yell at you. I'll give you a deal. I'll yell. At, I'll yell at you for ninety bucks a month. <laughs> <laughs> we tried that. I tried following you at the gym, and yeah. you hated it because you said you didn't get any workouts. Well, done. I had to f- focus on myself. I couldn't be yelling at you the entire time. Yeah. I, I had to internally yell at myself. But I love. I love my gym. No, I love. You get really pumped up. They tell good. you how to do it right. This Even must when be. You pull your bag a little bit. They still tell you how to do it right. This must be, I would guess, a few hundred a month. For sure. Yeah. At, I'm going to say at least three to four. Yeah. Because I had, yeah. before the pandemic, I worked I worked out with a personal trainer. She was way too expensive. I only did it for a few months. Mm-hmm. And 
and that was twice a week and she asked for 350 a month. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, I only did it for two months, but. Okay. Yeah. Next day. So Benny's been going to the gym the past week. He's got a fight set up soon. And so they're heading back to the gym. Ari's dropping him off. And we see Charles training another fighter, mm. a female fighter, Ooh. Melissa. Okay. And then we cut and we see Ari. She's, she's doing her, her work. social media work at the park. Mm-hmm. Right. And she finishes up. And three hours later, we see her heading back to pick up Benny. And she walks in, she sees Melissa, literally asks somebody at the gym if they can watch Abby, yeah. and she just storms <laughs> right in there, and she, her makeup looks wild again. Like, she looks like a crazy person. Ari does. Her, her makeup and her hair. She's got crazy eyes she makeup She does on. it sometimes. Like, sometimes in the testimonials, she looks so nice. Like, yeah. Her fa- her makeup is very minimal. Her hair is nice and calm. There are the many faces of Ari. Yeah, but yeah. she had her crazy face on again. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like she slept with that makeup for like a week. Yeah. It, it, and it, it, she it, just storms in and she's like, what is this? Yeah, it was her, her war paint. Uh-huh. Okay. So here's, you asked if I thought it was staged. Yeah. I don't know anything about MMA. I really don't. I don't even watch it. No, me neither. Is it normal for a guy and a girl to spar? I think so. Because as Melissa said, and I agree, she said equal right, equal fight, that it should be equal. But uh, okay, and I agree with that. Because they're not fighting, they're sparring. I agree with that. But how is it equal for a 100-pound girl to grapple with a 200-pound guy? How is that equal? Well, because she's good. If they were both, I guess, are they equal... Talent, like are they? Yeah, are their skill levels yeah, equal? So that's an why it's MMA equal? fighter. I yeah, but think so is Benny, and he's twice. He's her, not. Benny's trying to be. She is. I guess. And again, I'm not judging it. If it is equal, then sure, it doesn't matter what the gender is. I just don't know. If we were to grapple, that's not equal. I'm twice. I weigh twice how much you weigh. I not that. I could. I can pick you up. <laughs> I just don't think that's equal, but you're right. If their skill level is equal, then it's equal. But also, I think they're the same height, more or less, right? Yes, yeah. Benny is a little bigger, a little... He's ripped. He's huge. Yeah. But they're sparring. I think that's fine. Okay. Again, I like what <laughs> Melissa said. Equal right, equal fight. I like that it rhymes. I just don't know that if it's true. I don't know that it's... <laughs> I really don't know that it's true. But again, but- they're not fighting each other. Still, if I was, is he prepping? Is he training to fight a 115 pound girl next week? Because I would want to spar with someone who is equivalent to my But I think challenger. he trains with other people too. But I think Melissa is one of them because Ari said, every single time I pick him up, he's sparring with guys. And now there's a girl and he didn't tell me. And that's, that's it. She comes yeah. in, dramatic music's playing. So you didn't think to tell me you'd be training with a girl? Just like laying on the floor or like good laying, but what did, what, what did they do? They're grappling. They're grappling. I yeah. didn't know the word. She, uh, she has full make. She's got a full lip and eyeliner on. You have a boner and you didn't think to tell me. <laughs> she was like, you go to the gym with fake eyelashes. I mean, if you put a fake eyelashes on, they last. So you don't take them mm. off before the gym. Here's, here's why I kind of think it's, Fake aside from the matchup that was that was Melissa and Benny. 
Ari is freaking out, but Charles is there, a camera crew's there. What do you think is going to happen? Well, not, nothing because she would kill Ari. No, 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 no. I mean, Ari's freaking out because Benny's with a woman. Oh. What's going to happen? Well, she's afraid. Ooh, he might like li- like that grappling. Maybe he's going to mm. slide into her DM later, mm. you know? I, I don't think she thinks anything would happen at the gym. It was Charles is like, this is too much negativity. <laughs> Everyone out. It was bold of Ari to verbally attack a MMA fighter yeah. like Melissa. Like Ari would I was be so, tapped out in a second. I, I thought that if Ari just pushed her or anything, Melissa yeah. would have killed her. It, it reminded me, sorry, I know we normally do office references, but it reminded me of the $100 baby episode of Always Sunny. Where cut cut to next week when Ari's like snorting steroids and getting ready to oh, fight. Yeah. Remember when Sweet D was oh, yeah. gonna was gonna box the like the owner's daughter? Oh, yeah. That's that's what we have to look forward to next week on ninety mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Um that's the segment that's though. That's the segment. Got, they're arguing outside and that's th- about it. I think Benny's gonna have to find a new gym if I was Yeah, guess. but I not that I would freak out, but I would just be like, why don't you tell me you're training with a girl? Why are you training with a girl? Explain. Like, I would want to know because, as you said, <sighs> I get the equal right, equal fight. But I, I feel th- like, I honestly, it- I almost feel like that's a conversation. You come home from the gym, I'll be like, oh, so how was your session? And you'll be like, yeah, me and Melissa are progressing. <laughs> Our relationship is pretty, it's embarrassing. If I imagine I took up MMA fighting and I came you home, can, you're too much of a baby. But imagine that's emasculating. If I came, no, home, it's not. If I came home and you're like telling me how it was, and I was like, so they paired me up with a girl. No, but you'd you be would like, be like, oh, you. Suck. Okay, I was sparring with Melissa. She's a great MMA fighter. She's been doing this for a while. I'm learning from her. I would be like, oh, cool. Okay. If they, I don't but know. But if you didn't tell me I think at it all, makes I would it be more like, of something. for me, what I would think is like, you didn't tell me because there is something going on. I guess. Right? I, but what's to go on? You drop me off and you pick me up. It's not like I'm sneaking off with her to a hotel. True. But again, I think that should be, that should be a conversation like, not even, oh, I have to tell my wife, but it's like, oh, yeah, my, my gym session was great. Like me and Melissa did this and me and Melissa did that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe if I... it came up naturally to be like, I just want to tell you, um, that's what I'm my saying. sparring partner is a girl. That almost seems more suspect. Like, okay, why are you telling me? Like, do you feel guilty? No, but I feel like I always share with you everything a lot. Yeah. I share a lot. Yeah. And so that's something I would tell you, not thinking anything bad of it. I guess. I guess. We'll but see. I did lost her shit. We'll see. It was entertaining. Yeah. All right. Last couple. One more to go. Patrick and Thais. Patrick and And these Thais. guys are 87 days to wet. See, there's, yeah, they're right at the start. Mm-hmm. So they're alone for the first time in the Tesla. It is their first date night without John. And... Patrick has some news. Okay, they're going to be moving to Dallas very soon because we learned Patrick manages sales teams all over Texas. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be opening up an office in Dallas. Nice. Thais is excited. She thinks it's going to be a good move. She thinks John's not coming. (laughs) Wrong. Oh, sweet Thais. Uh John is definitely coming and we'll be living with him. Patrick's like, we can start fresh in a new city with John. 
here's my note. Thais is no longer excited. Yes. And I almost feel like it should be good because now she's living in the house he lived with. Yeah. Lived in with his ex. Yeah, they get to start so, fresh yeah, with John. Plus the new house looks fab. We'll looks get awesome. there. Um, they get to the restaurant and I loved how Patrick's like, mac and cheese. It's it's short for macaroni and cheese. <laughs> it's like, no shit. Like, it's such an American thing. I've never had mac and cheese before. But it's short for macaroni and cheese. I didn't know that. You didn't know mac and cheese was short for macaroni. No. Do you know that? Bur- when I moved here. Do you know that burger is short for hamburger? A burger? Yes. yes. Hamburger. Uh, fries? It's short for French fries? Yes, but I didn't know it when I moved here. I don't think, but does it make a difference? Does mac- We don't eat mac and cheese in Czech. Okay, but if I no said- No one ever is going to serve you mac and cheese. That's not my point. Does this make a difference to you? This is mac and cheese. Or this is macaroni and cheese. I learned eventually because if, if you get no, 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 restaurant- no, 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 I'm not asking. Yeah. I'm just saying- do those two things mean separate things to you? Did you know what macaroni and cheese was, but didn't know what mac and cheese was? No, I just was? didn't know what you it didn't was. Know it either. In That's my point. So the fact so? that he's like, the fact that he's like, this is mac and cheese. It's short for macaroni and cheese. It's like those two things are the same, and they both mean nothing to me. I think that was fine. He said it. I think it was just hol- we're making something out of nothing. I just think it's <laughs> hilarious. There's no difference. No, but uh, she should know because at the restaurant. It's just called the mac and cheese. It'd be like if you said, my name is Pat. It's short for Patrick. It's like, no shit. It's well, obvious. Well, it's not that obvious because some people's name is Ted, but their real name is well, Edward. That's why I didn't use that example. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's good. He told her because, and he said, macaroni is the shape of the past. That's true. <laughs> yes. Love it. Tell her. Okay. Educate her. Okay. Speaking of education and conversation, did you notice he was speaking strictly English to her the whole yeah. time and she was speaking Portuguese? Mm-hmm. Found that interesting. They weren't they weren't speaking the same language. No, but he, she needs to learn English. Like he can speak Portuguese. Oh, I don't think it's bad. If she wants to live here, she needs oh, to I learn. I think it's probably great yeah. that he can speak purely English. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. He can speak purely English. She completely understands. Yeah. And she can speak back because it's easier to understand. Yeah, for sure. When we were in Czech the first time, I'd be sitting in the back seat. You're, you and your dad would be speaking Czech and you would turn around to translate. Like, yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm, but I couldn't mm-hmm. speak it, but I could understand it. Yeah. Um, so they're talking. A little bit. Come on. So they're talking <laughs> and Patrick thinks it'll be good to have John in the house, mm-hmm. which I didn't totally understand. He's like, Thais is brand new to the States. So John will be able to help, especially since Thais can't work. Like, does that just mean monetarily? I think in general, and he said it later, he's like, we grew up basically poor and in like a healthy environment, right? Yeah. Having John now, it's, it helped him a lot. He was there for him. So he's not going to kick him to the curb now. No, I mean, I get, eventually he'll need to move out. I get that. But, but when he was like, John will be able to help, you know, you're brand new to the state so he can help. What is he going to help with? That Thais can't help with, aside from financials, which maybe know, that's like what help he him meant. Out, yeah, but don't I, get a million dollar house then if well, that's the you thing. need help with. Well, did you the see mortgage. John's car? It's like an old car. He's hmm. not the nice Tesla like yeah. he has. So I wonder if John's even paying yeah, the mortgage. I don't think he. I don't think he is. That would be an issue. Yeah. Okay, maybe the worst thing said on this episode. Maybe the worst thing. 
Patrick says, if we go to Dallas and John's not with us, we're all alone. You're not alone. You're with each other. Yes. That was, to me, that was a fuck up. Yes, but I don't have siblings, so I don't really understand. But if you have such a big bond with someone, someone who's been there for you at your lowest, you're not just going to let him go. Then say that. Say, I'll really miss my brother. I need him in my life. And don't, I feel like don't tell don't tell your fiance you're going to be alone if you're only with her. He means it like no family, like they wouldn't have anyone okay. around. All right, maybe you see it differently, and I get that. But yeah, because Austin's for me, three hours away. True, but for me, it's like yeah, I I love being alone with you. We don't need anyone else, but we don't have any dramatic past, right? Right, right. No, they clearly. Patrick said, you know, our we had a tough. Yeah. Upbringing. And, and I John's think, the one who understands it. And I think John has some issues. I think he does. And I think Patrick keeps him in the line. Yeah. I think he's, like, yeah, he's dealing with some things. Yeah, for sure. And I, I just, as a brother, he doesn't want to leave him. And but I get say it. that then too. And maybe you don't want to blast it on national yeah. TV, but I hope you at least tell Thais, yeah. hey, John's been through some shit or he's going through some shit and he really needs me and he needs my support. And, you would hope Thais can understand that. And if Thais can't, because you want to talk about tests or pranks or whatever, yeah. if Thais can't accept the fact that, hey, I got to be there for my brother. Yeah. Otherwise, he'll end up in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. If she can't understand that, well, then you don't want to be with her. Yeah, for because sure. Because family is, is so important. And it's moving day. Okay, it's moving day. It's a week later. They're packing up the house. And Thais goes, I love this house. I hope I like the house in Dallas too. How has she not seen the Dallas house? It's like I said, it's three hours. It's a three hour drive from Austin to Dallas. You didn't go before you bought it. Okay. Don't forget. It was 87 days to wet. Now it's a week later. I don't think he bought the house in the past week and a half and decided to move. You didn't send pictures. I don't know. Maybe he wants to be a surprise, but I'm pretty sure he bought that house a while back. You don't just buy a house and decide to move within one week. You don't, but he made it seem fast. Like we found people to buy this house. It seemed like it was a very accelerated time. Yeah, but I don't think it happened that week that she came. Okay. I would at least, I feel like I would at least drive her again. It's three hours. It's not like it's 13, like Jabri and me. Hop in the car. Let's go. Let's see the house before... Before John shows up, let's go take a look at it. Yeah. Oh, at the same time, like he bought the house and so she, she, I'm sure she'll like it. I thought it was a little interesting that it seemed like she didn't even see pictures of mm. it. I hope she at least saw pictures. Who knows? Who knows? But she's not paying for anything, so. They they hit the road and I'm embarrassed to admit, I didn't, I didn't realize how easy it would be to have sex in a Tesla. Like well, they were it drives getting for you, the yeah. Dresser, yeah you I know? would still be nervous, but they were making out for quite a bit, and They're, mm, eyes off the road. Eyes off the road. You just—I think you have to keep, or you have to touch the steering wheel every once in a while mm. to let. I don't know. I've never been in a Tesla, but I've heard. I think you have to touch the steering wheel to let it know you're paying attention. Oh, but I'm sure there are workarounds. Yeah, you know, it's um, a nice Tesla. It's beautiful. Beautiful. So they arrive at the house. John is already on the couch, although no beer in sight. Did you notice he wasn't drinking? He was not. He was like, yeah. new house, new John. But 
I'm telling you, I think he has some some issues, like something. Like herpes? No, but something deeper. But you like saw some that, demons. right? What? He either got punched in the face or he has. Oh yeah, herpes. herpes. He yeah, has herpes. <laughs> oh yeah, the herpes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all the herpes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so he's there. They arrive. Thais is not thrilled with the new house. The new house looks very clean and modern. Apparently, it's a new house, actually. Like new construction. And she has a problem with it being small. But apparently, it's bigger. It's just split over two levels, so yeah. it's not as expansive. Here's As expansive? As expanded? Expansive. Oh. It's not a, yeah, it's not as expansive. So, say you have 3,000 feet. Now, you have it 1,500, 1,500 yeah. as opposed to 3,000 spread out. So, it feels smaller. It's not in actuality. My issue is her argument mm-hmm. because she's coming across like a gold digger. Oh, yeah. Because she's saying, oh, I don't like this house as much. It seems smaller, right? If you want to argue about John living there, fine. That's a valid argument. That's mm-hmm. a fair argument. You're trying to start a life together. You're trying to have some privacy. That's a fine argument. But don't walk around saying the other house was so much bigger and more beautiful you look materialistic. Mm-hmm. You have a solid argument in in John being there. Oh, yeah. Don't start arguing about the size of the house and which one's nicer. And again, like they said, this is a bigger house, has four bedrooms, three and a half baths. It's brand new. And she goes like, wait, what, 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 what's this mess? Like, ugh, look at this mess. Patrick is like, we just moved in. Yeah, Those are boxes. boxes. <laughs> yeah. She just tries to find reasons to hate the house because she was like, oh, you already sold the other house. Right. But just if you're upset with John, be upset with John. I think yeah. we would all understand that. If you're going to pick on this million dollar gorgeous yeah. house, sorry, you lost me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think you lost the argument. Yeah. I think she just like, I don't know, like that open space, whatever was at the old house. But again, that was his yeah. ex-wife's house Yeah. or yeah. the house he lived in with his ex. So I would actually think that she would be thrilled about a new house, a new beginning, no yeah. history. Yeah. 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 Well, that's it. That's it. That's the episode. Theresa loved it. I thought it was a solid seven. I thought it was a solid eight and a half. All right. You're sticking to it. Uh-huh. All right. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know. Message us at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. How you guys liking the season? Are you loving it? Are you really loving it? Mm-hmm. We're, we're loving it. We're also going to be going live on Instagram Wednesday night. Woo-hoo. Nine o'clock. We're going to celebrate two years. Can't believe that. I can't believe. You cannot believe it. Two years old. Two years. We are just babies. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. So come celebrate (laughs) with us two years. Wednesday night, nine o'clock at Married Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. Look down. Smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's. As hard as the beast. I knew that was coming. <laughs> imagine I had imagine if Space Cash was too hot and DeVito's, oh like, and DeVito's like, you put that helmet on. I have to be the hottest <laughs> one in this band. <laughs> that could be. You never know. You and never know. So, yes, follow the pod, follow the Instagram, and please leave a review if you haven't. Linny T, we loved it. Thank you so much. You are fabulous. So thank you for leaving us that fabulous review. That is it. I think uh, that's it. Yeah, I've said it all. I've said it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. We'll talk to you Wednesday night on our live. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.